Thank you so much for listening to the New Deep Brains podcast. My name is Emily and I'm the host. Today I'm joined by my friend Cindy, who studies uh, biological oceanography with me. Uh, so welcome, Cindy. Hi. Nice <laughs> where, being here. Where are you from? Tell everyone, because you tell me every five seconds. I'm from the East Coast, <laughs> more specifically the Boston area, which is a really nice place and very different from California living, but happy to be here. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, so let's jump into the questions. What is your favorite invertebrate? Well, I like the echinoderm because they include the sea stars and sea cucumbers, and they're really cool animals to look at. Yeah. Great. Um, why did you start studying science? Um, so, like, as a kid, I was really into the ocean, and I my favorite animal as a kid was dolphins, and I was like, what can I do that will let me study dolphins? And so uh, I went into high school being like, oh, I can study marine biology, and then... In college, that was my major, and then I ended up starting to work in a phytoplankton lab, and I started falling in love with biological oceanography and phytoplankton, which is very different from dolphins. Yeah, basically that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, what do you research? <clears throat> so, my current thesis project is looking at sediment traps placed at 4,000 meters deep, so really deep in the ocean. And I'm looking at the carbon flux. So the carbon that is sinking from the surface of the ocean all the way to the bottom. And I'm trying to understand what is driving really high pulses of carbon that we are seeing sinking by understanding phytoplankton community composition and also looking at biominerals that could be causing these cells to sink more quickly and or causing um, <clears throat> different types of cells to sink. Cool. Can you talk a little bit more about that carbon flux? How does that have to do, like for people who don't have a science background, mm -hmm. what, what does that mean? So carbon flux is basically the amount of carbon that is being uh, like sinking through the water column and the total amount that lands into these sediment traps is what we call the flux. So like the mass flux of everything that is sinking gets collected into these um, sediment traps and we as scientists will determine how much carbon is into in, in these mass fluxes and that's how we figure out how much carbon has sank into the deep ocean. And the carbon gets into the phytoplankton through photosynthesis, right? So CO2 so, mixing. Yeah, so the phytoplankton are what basically take up the CO2 from the atmosphere. They use it to photosynthesize and they produce the oxygen that we breathe is really cool and then when the phytoplankton <laughs> um, start to like like sink they die some of them die some of them get eaten by zooplankton which are larger so they eat the phytoplankton and then when like they start sinking and the zooplankton eat them and the fecal pellets start sinking that's all the carbon that gets brought down to the ocean so poop poop yes <laughs> cool cool, cool. Um, what do you think is the most important thing about our planet or climate that everyone needs to know? Most important thing. Okay, let me think about that. I think it is really important to understand the phytoplankton. I know they're really tiny <laughs> and people don't really know what they are and they're really like this obscure thing that people are like plankton, like SpongeBob, but like that's not really what the phytoplankton do. Phytoplankton produce 
like half of the oxygen that we breathe and without them like we wouldn't be here like there'd be too much carbon in the atmosphere we wouldn't be able to breathe as well as we do so it's really important to like you know save a tree but like save the phytoplankton they're super important (laughs) (laughs) and you talked about your favorite invertebrate but do you have a favorite phytoplankton species too Okay, so there are three types of phytoplankton. There are coccolithophores, and these are like the carbon-based ones. So they're basically, they look like chalk. They're like made up of calcium carbonate, which is like chalk. So if you've seen the white cliffs of Dover, those white are the coccolithophores. And then you have the dinoflagellates, which are really cool because some of them bioluminesce in the ocean. And um, they have little flagellas that make them turn. But I think my favorite are the diatoms because they're made out of glass. And they're these. They make the prettiest patterns, and they're just gorgeous, especially looking under a microscope, and the light's reflecting off of them. They're really pretty. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, What advice do you have for young people who are trying to make a difference on the planet? Like, maybe a career choice that they might want to have, or just little changes that they can make? I I would just say, like, if you are really passionate about saving the ocean, or just being an advocate for climate change like just keep doing it keep telling your family keep telling like older generations like you'll eventually be heard I know it seems like it's hard these days to be heard by older people in the community but if you keep speaking up and you keep doing what you're doing and you're trying to make little changes in your life with like plastic use and just being more conscious about how you're treating the environment you're you're doing great as it is yeah, and you kind of just touched on this question then, um, but what is one tip that you have for people who want to help the planet? Would you say reducing plastic is kind of the number one? Yeah, reducing plastic and just definitely just be more aware of how you live your day-to-day life. So, like, single-use plastics are super convenient, but there are also alternatives you can use to get around that. Like, I've switched over to shampoo bars, which are great, and uh, they, they're they great because they're not in plastic, and they do the same thing to my hair. <laughs> not a difference and um yeah just be more conscious of how you live your day-to-day life maybe instead of like driving everywhere take take public transit or try and bike yeah have you seen those commercials for the plates that are like made out of I don't know corn or something like that and you can eat them so oh the I've seen the utensils and then they just like take a big bite out of their plate <laughs> wow you look really cool but yeah no not not a bad idea yeah um what would you have to say to climate change deniers i would say look at the facts there are so many facts out there that say climate change is real and we as scientists are trying to show you that we're not just making it up by publishing our work and yes we as scientists have a long way to go about trying to communicate to the lay person who may not understand all the science terminology that we do, but look at the facts and try and be more receptive to what scientists are trying to tell you, because we're not lying. (laughs) (laughs) Would you say that since coming to California, you've seen a difference in how people treat the planet compared to the East Coast? So, coming out to California, I didn't realize there was, like, a plastic bag ban, or, like, you had to pay 10 cents to get a plastic bag, so when I first moved out here, my mom and I went to go get some stuff for my new apartment, and we didn't know we needed a reusable bag, (laughs) so um, we didn't want to pay for the bag, so we just carried it all out in our hands, but um, it's great knowing that um, 
they don't just give out plastic bags anymore. And Boston has recently started doing something where they're also starting to ban plastic bags within the city. So hopefully that'll catch on with other cities on the East Coast as well. Cool. Yeah. And do you think you'll like take that lifestyle with you when you leave us? Because I know you don't want to stay in California long term. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, my family's on the East Coast. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I You're definitely... Definitely will. Um, I've been trying to like get my parents to stop using plastic water bottles because that's a big thing that they do, and just trying to get them to use more reusable bags instead of getting the plastic bags at grocery stores. So. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, so now we're on to the last part of this podcast. Would you like to share with us an obscure fun fact? Oh my gosh, I can't even talk. An obscure fact or pun about invertebrates? Yeah. So like on the echinoderm train you know sea cucumbers are really cool because uh when they get really stressed out they like to just like throw up their intestines which is sort of similar to what a grad student does when they get really stressed <laughs> out so yeah yeah I've heard that like people who do dissections of sea cucumbers in labs sometimes they open it up and there's nothing in there because they they've eviscerated so all of their guts and but they're still alive they grow them back it doesn't kill them yeah so, yeah I think it's funny because they just get stressed out and they're like <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, if people have questions for you or want to hire you or anything like that, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. My name is Cynthia Michaud, um, M-I-C-H-A-U-D. I have a hard last name. Silent D. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, feel free to reach out. I'm always willing to talk about my work and I really enjoy what I do, so. Yeah, and Cindy's going to be probably the first person in our graduate school cohort to graduate, which is super exciting. I'm hoping, yeah. So send I'm... her positive messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to get done before July, so hopefully. And then you're leaving us. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast you're today. Welcome. And I'll talk to you soon. All right, nice, nice talking to you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Again, thank you so much to my friend Jared Chance Taylor for recording the music at the beginning of the podcast. And also my friend Nick, who is at Subsurface Style on Instagram uh, for the awesome logo. Thanks so much and tune in next week for a new episode.